Hi, this is Sherry Chris. I'm excited to be coming to your home soon. For 25 years, you have been coming to Inman Connect. Now Connect is coming to you. Find out details at Inman.com. Hi, this is Brad Inman with my daily dispatch. I'm excited today to have someone from the Inman community who wrote an essay um, about what's important now, five takeaways from COVID-19. And fearful that a lot of people wouldn't be getting to get a chance to read this, or some people don't read, I thought I would put it on my podcast, an interview with the author, Kevin Woody, uh, who I thought had some keen insight, kind of just summed it up so well about the realities and values and lessons that have come to light during this period. So welcome, Kevin Woody. How are you? I'm fantastic today, Brad. Thanks so much for having me on the podcast. I'm a big fan. Really appreciate you being here. Um, I think these were just a good summary. And, and you may have some more color. Maybe, as you know, things evolve every week, every day. Life changes. Um, but you, you laid out, I guess, there were kind of lessons or things that we've um, kind of, at least you see as kind of summarizing where we're at. Um, and, and give me any color on that. What inspired this? Well, I think a lot of the inspiration just kind of comes from my overall background in real estate, why I'm in the business and industry, which is largely to influence people and help them accomplish their goals and achieve their, their business dreams. But um, in our personal beyond, family, beyond, we your own, to, beyond your own ambitions, what, what was it you saw that made you feel like this, you know, that you, you feel the need to write it? share it um i think from from a very you know personal observation we've we've been surrounded by death in our family for the last four to six months so lost mm -hmm. both my parents hear that. yeah i lost both of my parents my mother passed in january my father passed in march prior to covid oh. hitting um they lived great lives beautiful lives but uh, a lot of that certainly led to a lot of reflection on the good things that we wow. enjoy and carry forward with them uh and certainly as we've been going through covid you know the first week or two of that I found that a lot of people around me and including myself from time to time, a little bit frightened about what, what was going on and how radically it might change our lives. And it certainly has changed our lives quite a bit. So uh, that makes again, a lot of sense. And, and by the way, I'm, I lost my parents back to back at the same time interval as you 10 years ago uh, during the great recession. And I remember the powerfulness of that, the loss, you know, of course, but the, the serious reflection. So that explains everything about, why I wrote a book during that period and three months after they died. You're inspired to, to put those moments of reflection to paper. So congrats on that, because I know it also has to be hard to do that. Let's run through them, Kevin. And I don't mean to rush through any, you know, the personal loss here and, and move on so quickly, but I think it's really important to share with our listeners, particularly now that we have a good sense of the inspiration behind some of this. Run through them. The first you say is depth and versus breadth. Explain what you mean by that, Kevin. Yeah, I think in a sense of managing a lot of real estate professionals and you know being an agent myself for many years, uh, our objective is to meet as many people as we possibly can. Uh, we want to make a lot of contacts, but we rarely have uh, an opportunity to go deep with many of those people. And I, I scroll through my own Facebook page sometimes I see that you know there's a lot of people there. I'm not really sure who they are anymore after making all these contacts. And what COVID has done is locked us at home for the large part 
And it's caused us to have an enormous amount of time with probably the most important peoples in our lives, our family members. And we have the opportunity to have long conversations, uh, lots of experience together. Some of that's annoying, some of that's enriching, but it is an opportunity to go into great depth with people. And I know for my own family, it's been very valuable. And we've been very intentional about doing some of these family gatherings by Zoom with our extended family. And I've gained insights and shared stories and uh, things that are going on in our lives have been very, very meaningful to all of us. You said so well, Kevin, and, and you wrote it so succinctly and clearly here. We call it verbal economics in journalism where, you know, not a lot of rambling prepositional phrases, un, you know, not a lot of unnecessary words. You just nailed it and you just nailed it now. Um, you know, I, here's a great example. I took Zoom Airlines in North Carolina to meet with you, right? And you and I are having, you know, 15, 20, whatever, 30 minute conversation. I never before could have had that probably with you. You might have showed up at an event. We might have met in passing. So even that even extends professionally, doesn't it? There's a there's a certain connection here I'm having through my podcasts and meeting with agents around the country through Zoom. It's pretty powerful, even beyond our family and friends, right? It, it is. Uh, I've really enjoyed the Daily Dispatch, uh, going back to the first one with Ben Kenny. I was in a grocery store doing some grocery shopping that Saturday, and there was kind of a sense of panic, and everybody was stocking up on all the supplies. But as I listened to that, it was it was kind of encouraging, you know, to, to get some advice on what to do. I was still very involved in the operations of our brokerage at that point in time, and it took a lot of those points and, and put them into play the following week in terms of revising how we were going to operate and the things that we needed to focus on. So uh, it's kind of like taking a walk with your friends on these podcasts, whether they're real estate or otherwise, but you do get some insights into people that you don't normally get in a conference setting or the quick passing of social media posts. Yeah, that's, um, that's powerful. I don't get, I don't get too personal, Kevin, but are you one of the victims of this economy where you lost your job? No, and strangely enough, it was an intentional decision. So I really kind of had reached the point where I said, Hey, I love real estate, but I'm not quite in the right role. And I want to spend a little time thinking about that. We've been running hard for many years in, in a few different positions. And my wife and I had kind of prepared for taking a, a little bit of a sabbatical. I like that. And um, let me move to the second one and one that I really related to, because I was isolated by myself where, and I'm a very social person where I didn't really see a human being for a month. And then my wife came back. We kind of separated because she wound up in the east and I wound up in the west. And we decided to avoid the plane ride. Um, but it was profound, the reflection, the moments of reflection. And remembering stories from childhood that I'd forgotten, um, like playing chess by, by snail mail with my college roommate um, after we graduated. Just so many stories. And that, that I think comes from putting everything on pause and having moments to reflect. I was never good at meditating, but I think I naturally did it in my own way. But give us your version of what I described, this value of solitude. I, again, perfect words to describe it, I think. Tell us what your thought is in that. Well, to some degree, we're in a, an experience of enforced solitude. And so whether you like it or not, you're, you're participating in it one, one way or another. Um, I think there's a pattern to healthy life in terms of being engaged with your office, your brokerage, your, your career, but then taking some time away from that to reflect on it, make adjustments and move forward. 
And what we have right now is a very long time to think about, you know, why am I in the real estate community? Why am I taking care of clients? Uh, and is the lifestyle that's in front of me the one that I want? Those are important questions to think about. And in addition to that, as we kind of clear some of the things that are on the top of our desk, a lot of times we'll get down to some things that have been buried pretty deeply that we haven't addressed, maybe because we've chosen not to, but maybe we've just been so full of busyness that we haven't taken time to really address those important questions in our own lives. I love that. And you, you wrote here, giving us an unprecedented opportunity to think. And that is so much, is so true. It is a unique moment in time. Um, now, this is an interesting set of words. Your third takeaway is the treasure of margin. Explain to us what that means. Well, uh, I learned from a, a great speaker and influence in my life, a guy named Andy Stanley. He talked about the value of margin. And we tend to operate largely in American culture and especially in real estate sales world. We're always running at the highest RPM, so to speak. Uh, everything that we can do today, we're trying to accomplish. The calendar is often full from 6 a.m. to 10 p.m. Uh, you read a lot of sales books, hear presentations. You know, it's how do I become more efficient? How, how do I maximize my time and my responsibilities and duties? But the treasure of margin is, is a really practical sense. You build some half an hour gaps in your day where nothing is scheduled so that you're okay if the time bleeds over or you have a little slow down, a little rest time, a little recoup time in the day. Likewise, in the financial realm, it's really, really important for all of us to work towards developing uh, financial margin. I know early in my career, I was one of those real estate agents that was working in January and February to earn the income so that I could pay last year's taxes. I hadn't built that margin. And when we create a system where we're putting some money in reserves for that rainy day fund, when the rainy day does kick in, uh, we're under a lot less pressure and there's tremendous value in that. And I think about the people who have margin in their life today financially versus the people who have to have a paycheck next week. Uh, the stress level and the difference between those is enormously different. Hi, this is Nikki Beauchamp, Global Real Estate Advisor at Engel Volkers in New York City. For 25 years, you've been coming to Inman events to connect. Now Inman is coming to you June 2nd through June 4th. Learn more about Connect Now at Inman.com. Yeah, that, that's well said. And you also said pain is a great teacher. I know in my life, as hard as things at different times in my life have been, um, I learned more during that period. It's similar, I'm hearing from all the technology entrepreneurs that the greatest innovation comes during you know, an economic or in this case, a pandemic or a dot-com crash um, because there's this incredible surge uh, in our, I guess, our spirit to recover. Um, and that spirit to recover is so overwhelming. I used to cover uh, natural disasters and I was always blown away while how quickly people would work to rebuild their homes and re rebuild their communities. And it was from that pain that came the strength to do what seems so difficult, um, but they would just get to it very quickly. Um, let's go to the next one, mental fortitude. And this, this is always one that I, you know, can you will it away? Can you put on a happy face? Can you fake it till you make it? Uh, but you're talking about something deeper here um, you call character building. Tell us more about the mental fortitude that we need right now. 
Yeah, I think one of the ways to reshape our perspective on this is to acknowledge that, yes, it is a very difficult time. My business, my practice, my brokerage, my relationships have all been severely changed and in some cases damaged, but there is an opportunity here. And for those of us who went through the Great Recession, uh, we built some mental fortitude through that time, going through other hardships in life, uh, learning the lessons that those circumstances are teaching us are extremely valuable. And one of the ways to shape our focus right now, I think, is to say, hey, this is a tough time, but there are very valuable lessons to learn here. And I'm gonna make sure that I note them, that I put them into play, not only to get through COVID, but going beyond COVID, what are the positives that I can take from this experience and become more tough in my thinking and be prepared for whatever the next hardship is down the road? There you go. Um, yeah, I'm preparing um, a speech called The Big Idea for a Connect Now conference. And I've been waffling between this vision of real estate in the future to something more personal. And I, I'll probably combine them. And one is, you know, now's the time to believe in things, starting with yourself. And I think that's part of mental fortitude is having the fortitude to, you know, really believe in yourself, despite the circumstances uh, to forge ahead and and then extend that beyond. Um, I tell the story of seeing unicorns in my front yard. My four-year-old granddaughter taught me that um, unicorns are real. And so it took me closing my eyes and opening them again to see the unicorns. But I also think we need to just look in the mirror and, and believe in that person on the other side of the mirror. Um, I don't know if that applies here, but I think that's somewhat what you're talking about, correct? It is. And by the way, four-year-old granddaughters are magical beings. I have one too. So that's, yeah. uh, that's a great connection. But, you know, with, with mental fortitude, I think it goes even deeper than that. You know, a lot of us who have been raised and reared in the digital age, um, there is so much that has been given to us and made easy with the click of a button. Um, and some of that is taken away right now. And earning our way through some of these hard things is really, really valuable. I compare it a lot to the physical realm where, you know, we talk about exercise and what it takes to be healthy and the routines that you have to develop around whatever way you want to be physically healthy and being mentally healthy and spiritually healthy takes some effort and routine and usually a contribution by yourself to that goal every day. There you go. Kevin, finally, number five is the end game. Um, kind of throwing yourself out into the future and saying, this is what I want to be, or what, what's your perspective on it, the end game? Well, in real estate sales, it's very easy to get caught up in the activities. I've, I've been an agent who kind of fell into that trap. I've coached a lot of people, work with a lot of people to, to help them get through that. But a lot of times I see people, see people who are very successful on the outside, they're you know, high up in the production levels of their company or their region, that sort of thing. But on the inside, they're very unhappy with their lives. Um, and their schedule is just driven by work. Uh, and their family life, their personal life may suffer from that. And so I think right now what we have is an opportunity to step away from that, slow down a little bit, and ask this question, why am I in real estate? What is it that's so important for me to accomplish with this business and are all these people that I'm serving from 6 a.m. to 10 p.m. at night really the people that I want to serve in my life? 
and create some structure and some healthy boundaries around that and making some adjustments. Doesn't mean you necessarily have to leave the industry, but you may want to reshape what's important to you. And a lot of times, more is not necessarily the best goal. The best goal is one that you define that, hey, X dollars of income is, is enough for me. And I can slow down or delegate, whatever the case may be. But ask yourself the question, you know, why? Why am I doing this and how do I want to operate? What's the ideal outcome? What's the ideal schedule and calendar that I want in real estate? And begin to shape that. It's not something that you're going to change overnight. A little bit of effort each day eventually gets you to where you want to be. There you go. Kevin, that was great and great article. And I hope you contribute more to Inman um, because uh, you have a lot to share. And um, if there's anything you ever need from me or the Inman community, you, you feel free to reach out. Um, one area is coast to coast. One of my, if I had to put a six in here, would be don't be afraid to ask for help. I found in my life, most of my life, I didn't ever want to ask for help. I was a Midwestern, the Stoic, you know, you, it, showed, it showed weakness. And somewhere along the way, when I faced some troubles that I didn't imagine, you know, as simple as putting help in a subject line or on Facebook, I do it sometimes, not asking for personal help, but, you know, I need ideas. And, and they just respond. That word is amazing how people respond. Um, Anyway, anyone last word for the Inman community before we check out here, Kevin? Hey, I just, uh, I appreciate the opportunity to post, to be part of the community. It's a community that served me well in my career. I love a lot of the friends I've made and contacts I've made. And Brad, thank you for your leadership. And especially, I've enjoyed the pivot that you've made with the Daily Dispatch. It's been, been really helpful, encouraging, a lot of good ideas. And it's been fantastic to hear from so many of our industry's leaders in a very informal conversation with you. So thanks for delivering. Oh, you're welcome. You know, this kind of fits with your whole spirit of your post, Kevin. Um, I was down in the dumps one day and a good friend of mine, David Sharon, kind of like said, get a grip, dude. And uh, I said, I can't write, which I've written every day since I was 12 years old. And he said, well, you can talk. I know that. So start a podcast. And, you know, I got in motion right early and I, you know, I was still working and doing things, but he's also one who said to me, we're all going to get a report card, Brad, uh, on how we did during this. So um, get busy. And uh, it was just really good advice. You know, again, helping hand from a good friend, Kevin Woody, you were great and keep up the good work. Uh, this is Brad Inman checking out.